2: Hello and welcome to the Under Pressure podcast. I'm hosting this week as Dan's Sunning himself in Tenerife on, and I quote, "everything but the whiskey." <laughs> so we all want to be in his position rather than discussing Liverpool one, Man City four. Got the dynamic sports science and Sci- uh, statistical duo Phil and Sai. Sai was currently fuming with his Zoom and his Mac. Uh, how you met? I am good, thank you,
3: apart from the fucking Mac and the shittiness of losing to City and having a terrible football team. Yes,
2: yeah. well, I'm sure Phil will join you in agreement there. How are you, Phil? I'm all right, mate, yeah, equally just aghast at quite
4: how inept we are in pretty much every department.
2: So, uh, yeah, fun fun times for this part, I tell you. Third defeat in a row. Um, yeah. Let's just dive straight in and we'll go with arguably the most important story side, the uh, lineup, but more importantly, I think the tactical setup. So, what was it? Were you surprised and uh, how did we set up? Uh, probably I
3: probably was more surprised with cities, uh, but they have done this before and um, they created the, they, they basically just revolved around their box midfield in and out of possession. And we'd, there was a moment where we played a box midfield for a couple of weeks, and we looked really good doing it, didn't we? Uh, you, yeah. you, we did it against United, yeah. and then, and then I think the plan was to utilise that in one of the four phases um, in this. But like, it was like we made such a complex. Um, like tactical process for this if you if we've got possession here, you have to do this if they've got possession here, they have to do that, but if they've got it there, you have to do this other thing and it and it created so much running for our players the 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 ball you it's the age old adage of when you're five ball travels faster than the man, and they just passed around us, so it's we never quite had. we set up in a In um, well, I suppose the big thing was that we when we jotter over Darwin, didn't we? Because I think yeah. probably yeah. statistically, he's definitely sl- uh, more involved in the game than Darwin is from a build up phase, but uh, as a winger, he is, but that's
2: marginal. Um, but, there wasn't much of a shock, was there, in the rest of the lineup? And that I think that's the biggest worry because it wasn't. You wouldn't have exp- most people had that team, because yeah, what do yeah, you do? Yeah. It's,
3: it's, it's always it was just Darwin or Jota, wasn't it? Yeah, There's yeah no yeah. other.
2: Yeah, or...
4: Jota's probably slightly better off the ball, isn't he, Ty? So... Yeah, slightly uh,
3: better. He, he does. He 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 fits within the system. He follows. Yeah. He follows coaching tasks better than Darwin does. Yeah. So and as i said they seem to have a really complex idea of the thing they wanted to do and the traps they wanted to set and the 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 um, spacing that they wanted to have and the the transition between spacing moments I, I just it was it was like they'd been rehearsing something for eight weeks but they hadn't they'd been rehearsing it for two days and they were all just off key and city the the city structure I, I mentioned at one point during our, our chat, didn't I, that, uh, that the, the way City's set up with one specific uh, gamble, because it's that, that Benitez thing, the, um, the duvet. You can only move the duvet. You know, yeah. You'll either leave your head or leave your feet. And and they they set up really wide on the touch lines um, and we set up to block the centre of the pitch. Yeah, And so the we never managed to impose the thing we wanted to do on them. They just, they just, our gamble was beaten by their gamble. And there was, there was two moments in the whole game where our gamble looked like it was going to work and one, it, we scored. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it set like we could have countered their box with a box and then, and then like trusted our players man for man to do a better job than theirs. But we didn't, we tried to do something else. Um and we got k- kind of caught in the middle.
4: Yeah. They also had a, they were brave, I think you're right, sir, but they also had a, th- a three-two base, didn't they? So they had an overload at the back as well. If you so, know what I mean. Yeah. So they, they were able to they combat more our to
3: possession out,
4: out. constantly. Yeah. Const- so even if the five up front and the weren't getting it, they could just come back out to the twos and then, and the three would mop up any clearance that we make, which is pretty rash on the day and they just would go again it,
2: well, what I hate individuals. What, what individuals was, was in, involved in these because Man City's team they were a couple of surprises I, I was watching it with Man City two, two
4: changes so Mores came in for Silva and yeah. obviously Harlow was out injured so Alvarez came in Yeah, but I mean if you ignore the Champions League you know, if you go back to the last you know proper game um, in all the the Burnley FA Cup game, that's that's the changes they made. Uh, but it's this it's a similar kind of way they've been playing. Um, it just as so I said they they have a box that works really well. Uh, actually, as we said off mic, I thought Alvarez. I actually think he fits his system better because he was dropping off and he wasn't. He was trying to be not quite a false nine because he's more dominant. But he 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 occupied either the uh, ball side centre half or ball side six if you think we're playing two sixes or, or our six, uh better than I think Harlow would have done. Um it just meant they had overloads in in the wide areas with each on both sides, whilst and, and also maintaining the width as well.
3: They you know how how we talk about half spaces all the time. Yeah they um, dominate that the, they the the thing about half spaces is it creates um pr- like a, a peripheral stimulus for for the defender so yeah they it creates more than one a decision to be made do i stay with the guy that's in my zone or a guy that's that's just it. on the edge of it
4: yeah
3: and um and what uh, what alvarez does it, it did in this game was to pull off the center back and allow one of the eights to fill his space or not but yeah. but he was pulling to the edge of a zone of one of our sixes because we play with two sixes, um, yeah. and it would di- just for a moment distract them. And and both of their wingers were doing the same thing. But KDB put on a masterclass of doing oh, that. He, he was he sure. was he was fake running in, but he was he was starting up um, off Henderson's shoulder, fake running in behind to commit. Virgil, and then just dropping in in the space because Henderson didn't bother to track him because he would passed him onto Virgil most of the time. Sometimes he didn't, he just didn't track him, and nobody was picking him up. Um, but yeah, he was just he was just creating these moments in behind uh Henderson and causing the centre back to to half come out, but not because he yeah, didn't I know think whether she... to or not. And it Icai... just it just created this jeopardy all all over the pitch. Yeah, but
4: Ico was doing was also I thought uh, I had a great game. I like, I could Johnson, what his name? They they both operated in the half spaces like you said. And they they both were just masterful in that area, and Alvarez just played in and helped them do that. It just and again all the time they still kept this width. Yeah, Grealish on touchline and Murray's on touchline. So your fullback has to be worried about that player. Can't be worried about it. like I said. The peripheral vision also affects the fullback because they're like, well, I've got this wide player. I've got to stay with him. Or I can't do with him. So you, so they, there's they always an overload. overload
3: they yeah. create the overload by by, by... Committing those five forward yeah. all the time. And, uh, but, whereas, and with depth they, as well. It wasn't just flat, it was depth as well with but that plan. Whereas they, they beat us because we tasked our three plus Harvey to press.
1: Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must have fan threads. Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile. ...when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts... ...sweaters, hoodies and hats... ...to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters... ...all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise... ...and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA... ...to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast... You can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to Anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index.
3: Yeah, so they were trusting themselves to beat our press, which they could because they'd always they they always left very three very skillful uh, defenders, but also they got two players always as an outball making an angles. So they they weren't passing to the players. They were passing into spaces between the players because yeah. our front four were getting dragged so close together like yeah. they were pressing one two players at a time and they were yeah. just leaving a gap to knock the ball into that their that their sixes could just move 5 yards and pick it up. And it was weird. Um, I mean, I don't have got present day but I
4: thought we would have been better targeting their sixes rather than the back three.
3: Yeah, we, we um, uh, well but yeah, we by, really by committing Harvey to it as well. Yeah. That gave them the overload in midfield. If they managed to bypass the press, they had five on four.
4: Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, honestly, it was, I hate talking about Pep, I really do. Um, but there were some times you to go, do you know what? That was tactically superb. I know we let him a little bit, but the way they set up and the bravery that he just instructed them to play with was just was brilliant.
3: And they've got brilliant players. And they have. And that's what I'm saying.
4: Not only are they brave, they always have brilliant players all over the place to execute it. You look at when we got in tight spaces. So when Cody and Hendo uh, Harvey were in tight spaces and in similar positions, when we did get anywhere near the box, they just didn't have the control of the touch to do anything with it. Whereas the ball was fired in at pace and at will from the two sixes into uh, KDB it just instant touch control play. There was no worry that they were going to lose the ball, and if they and if they couldn't quite get the angle, they just popped it back to a six and they'd recycle. We didn't have that pattern of play, the structure, the balance, the spacing was all off. Was completely all off. So, do you think it was four four two off ball
0: or
3: not? Um, I thought after we after we scored, we dropped to four four one one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. until until then, we were trying to we were trying to aggressively press their defense. Yeah, really high, weren't we? Yeah? Yeah, but uh, it was um,
4: it was a mar- it was another masterclass, wasn't it? I mean, how many games now has Klopp lost tactically?
2: Nearly all of them. Yeah,
3: I, re- I reckon he's I reckon
2: he's won two or three this season. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that I think what's what's so worrying about this one was um, maybe for twenty five minutes we had a slight bit of control. You could see what we were trying to do. We had a couple of those two-counting chances where something seemed to work. But for the rest of the game, they were getting in behind Trent, in behind Robbo, um, dribbling past Fab, getting in, passing around the space between Henderson and Elliott. They, no one could get near the ball. The, the press seemed to stop up front, so we weren't then putting the pressure on the defenders, so they had complete control and just passed like... So if you're just passing around in between the midfield or dribbling past your six... And getting in behind both fullbacks, it's just like, oh my God, it's a full gamut here. We can't, we're not doing anything, <laughs> nor are we creating anything on the counter anymore. So it was just like, oh my, this is painful to watch. Now, come on to the match summary, because that's equally as painful. Yeah. Um, 2.8 non penalty XG to 0.3. That's our worst uh, XG difference of the season, 17 shots. To, uh, is, is the worst we've conceded in the league. Four shots is the fewest we've had. This is a continuing theme. Um, they had eight shots on target to our one. Four big chances to sit, zero, scored them all. And I think what's the most impressive bit about that was if you have a look at the shot locations, it's just uh, a thing of beauty for any attacking side. It's right in the middle, all about the same XG value of 0.5 exactly what you want and that just shows how badly we defended because if they're getting four high quality shots from perfect positions you keep can't do anything even Alisson um, 44 touches in as uh, for them in our box we only had 15 getting the worst because of the season and so was the 2.9 non-shot XG to 1.4 that's about as grim as it gets Um we're now conceding just as many big chances as we're taking this season in all comps. There's nothing good about that, is it, Sai? Absolutely nothing good. No. What, it's... After 25 minutes, we were level on XG. That's the only one.
3: <laughs> uh, up until they Cling scored... into
2: some straws here.
3: Up until they scored, it was our best period until, until they scored. And... Um, and when they scored, we'd had four touches in their box and they had 19 in hours. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and that was our best period of control. We had control whilst kind of playing with our hair on fire and desperately trying to keep them out. Yeah. It, it wasn't like we ever actually controlled the place that they had the ball. We were just managing to avoid them scoring a goal. We were, it felt like we were a relegation team with a good player that might score us a goal against the best team in the league. And it set, it, we almost set up like that. It was, it, was the, it was one of the more worrying, despite them being brilliant, obviously brilliant. It was one of the more worrying um, uh, games that I can remember as a Liverpool fan on the clock.
2: Well, <laughs> would, would both of you then still say that Man City are the best team in the league because absolutely because they're behind Arsenal it's just a yeah yeah I, I get that um, but I think, I think there's been a bit of a I think we've
4: discussed City have dropped off a little bit here and there and I think they desperately want to win in Europe so that's affected them and I think Harland's, was it. I can't remember there was a period of time where they were trying to fit Holland, and it wasn't quite a guy in their way but um you know, if Arsenal win the league, they deserve to win the league. But uh, so they will be the best team. But City, when they do something like this against us, I mean, we're I know we're not playing real well, but they're still very mightily impressive. I mean, the big they've got to play Arsenal, isn't it? In a couple of weeks, is that the next game? I can't yeah. remember. Right. So that that'll be really interesting to see. But I mean, just to go back, your point about the goals in the same area, it's basically the same goal. Yeah. this is this is city's playbook that's the worrying thing yeah yeah but it's city's playbook they get into the hot zone and put it back to that area they've been doing it for years and yet we were, used to be one of our mottoes was stop across stop the boss don't get in the hot zone stop it we didn't do it and they they tapped it basically had four tappings yeah that's exactly right and like it's, it's, but it's just something we never used to do we didn't let opposition do that specifically City, because we knew that's what they're going to do. They're going to try to get it into this hot zone. They're trying to put it in this area. And then, would, then it, it creates a, ma- a really high XG chance. And you score from that more than likely, right? Which is what Haaland's whole game is, what they build around. But just incredibly frustrating. But it's in a series of frustrating games where you look at it and you go, we're not doing the things that we used to do. Yeah, And that's just basic. For me, that's basic defending. I know they've pulled us apart to get the opportunity We've discussed the tactical overloads, but just stop the ball getting in the area. It's just, it's. It might, I, I, might. I don't,
3: honestly don't think it's that easy. I think that they that they keep their they gamble by keeping their play their wide players yeah. right on the touchline, and so if they ever break the press, they've got an instant switch, and yeah. that switch leaves the fullback twenty meters away. That's it's it's impossible it's really to defend odd, yeah. against. You can't yeah. get you can't give uh, a a top class wide player twenty meters to run at a fullback. But on top of that, if so, if they play it out quick, which is what caused the first goal, yeah. uh, they, the 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 wide player's got a twenty meter space to to attack the fullback whilst they're at their high um, whatever ball side um corner of the box is in the half space committing either the fullback or the center back on his side and giving him a decision to make because they were already gone past our def- uh um, defensive midfielders because because one of them was going to the ball which got beat, which was beaten by trying trying to press yeah. the ball which yeah. is how they got into the first place and unless yeah. the other center, the, uh, defensive midfielder has dropped in between the, the centre backs, which allowed the centre backs to then go and go and um, help the fullback. Fullbacks one on one or one on two because their their fullback is pushed on as well, or their eight is wide. So there's always an overload out wide, which allows them the opportunity to to get the pullback in the hot zone. And us playing so narrow against their width, their constant width. It it gives them the opportunity to create this overload. It's not it's not about one on one defending. It's not about throwing your body in the way or anything. Nah. You can't throw in the body when you're 20 meters away.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah like, I mean, so he's more. he didn't be have to beat Trent.
3: That. He didn't have to beat Trent ever. No, he didn't. no, no. He he just had the running because Trent was having to mark one of the the attacking eights or Alvarez because one of the centre backs had had to pop out because yeah. the because two of their their centre midfielders had got past our defensive midfielders. Yeah. So. They they just created a man overload constantly, and it was regularly a three-man overload. So our fullbacks could never get to the winger. They get picked on because it's the winger that does the the um, key pass or the goal, but it was never actually a fullback's role to be that the one that was getting there. And that problem is caused by them managing to get out of our press and we're gambling with the setup of of um Harvey that he was playing. He, he does that sh- that weird that thing that they're obsessed by—the half winger—and yeah. and so it, his role is to go and press um, Ake, which allows um, Mo to go and press the, center, the um, Diaz. But he isn't tracking at all to help out Trent. So, so yeah. they're wide, they're Grealish, and their wide um, eight is just out there doing whatever they like all the time. And Jota, once we got four, um, well, once we went four, 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 one, one, one. Um, after we scored, after our nice period, mm. that he was pressing, and then what got created their goal? Robo did the Dickhead Robo thing that he does. When they're going to press it, and that yeah. he gets his name sung for. Yep. Um, left his left one man left. Mares. Marres for fuck's sake. I know. How do you leave Mares? Oh, oh, it's all right. I'll just go into midfield. Where we are defending, our total setup is around nullifying the centre of the pitch. You aren't playing through the centre of the pitch, so that's where our minutes, where I'm, our defenders are. You yeah. can't leave the wide space to go into there to no. create an extra man in there and then just get played around.
4: And Hendo goes in to press him as well, doesn't he? KDB. No, there.
3: Hendo just Hendo's just back. I mean, and then before that. actually covered, covers KDB. Yeah, 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 Hendo was in there first,
2: yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, and then so uh,
2: it's
4: just, just a. a- that is my
2: go. I was so so that's so. Klopp got so annoyed at Robertson doing that. So is that that is was that just an individual brain fart rather than a tactical problem? Because Klopp clearly saw that that's not what he wanted him to do. But then if he's telling him to press, so what, which you know is he wasn't telling Robo to press. It was not well, the or Trent's it, role to press. It, it's Klopp. Should Klopp was clearly furious at it. So it, did he know what he wanted Robertson to do there? And that's just stay with Maris and not give Man City all that space in behind. Well, I'd imagine because it was stupid. What's his goal? It <laughs> was just, just stupid right there. Yeah, and and obviously that wasn't within the first five minutes. But bees posted some stats about uh, how many times we've conceded in the first five minutes of either half which is the Napoli game twice, Brighton 3-3, Arsenal defeat at their place, Leeds defeat, the Man City defeat in the uh, League Cup, uh, the Leicester win, the 3-0 at Brighton, the 3-0 at Wolves, 5 to at, Man- at Real Madrid, and then obviously in this game we conceded 3 in a really short period. It, uh, f- Phil, is that, a, is that a mindset thing, concentration, is that bad... Bad tactical switches at half time by the manager. You know what, what? What's influencing us being absolutely terrible either side of it? Well, at the start of the game and then after half time.
4: Honestly, like, I don't know. It, it's mindset's a really easy get out, isn't it? Um, the second half. I mean, the second goal. It's just we we lose. It. I was watching it again on the way back. And isn't it? They Fab directs ahead at Trent. Trent loses it. It gets comes through midfield not Trent doesn't lose it it's, it's a duel it comes back through and then they just play it into a space play it into a channel over VVD, over Robo, and it's just we're just not I don't know it just we seem really slow on that it's the, they, they rush a clearance for once and Fab doesn't make the header it's an easy he could bring it down and play it he doesn't he just tries to header yeah. Trent seems to be high for me for the start of a second half um, so we, we lose it there but then they transition on us A Robo's slow tracking the ball I'm also a little bit surprised Ali didn't come out so there's quite a bit of distance between like, that, that seemed nearer to him to do that and then VVD's slower that turn because KVD's keeping it up uh, because De Bruyne is keeping him occupied Henders literally stood next, to, stood next to De Bruyne doesn't go decides to come and try and press the passer, when that's already been dealt with, it's just, it's a catalogue. I don't know. As I said, that's it's a really easy gap and say you're not ready up to the second half. But if that's the case, that's, that's pretty damning. Because what are you doing at half-time? Yeah. So right. The chat should be setting them up to say, right, you've got to edit one all. A little bit fortunate because I had some decent chances before, second, before the, the break. Yeah. Go out, you know, whatever, 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 whatever tweaks you want to make, do that. But first and foremost, they've got to be going out, they've got to be stimulated, they've got to be ready and, and focused to do it. And I just, yeah, that second goal was probably worse in some respects, not as worse as the first one
2: because it was individual errors, but it was still a really poor goal to the team. Really I, poor um, Yeah, yeah. So, si, have you got any thoughts on why we seem to be so bad? Uh,
3: I, I, think, I think it's a tactical setup, I think it's a choice by the manager of where to position his players. It's exactly what we uh, we how we set up to go and, to go um, the way we set up to approach attacking kickoffs and then right at the beginning of this goal kick, the Trent is like on the edge of their box, yeah. Which is uh,
0: nice.
3: they get we win second ball and then they get they get they recover that and break on us. Yeah. Uh, it was it, like it's it's like we have no game sense. But it's a it's a structural thing. We've tactically decided to do that that thing. Trent will get blamed and we defend in Trent again. But it's exactly what it's caused by the structure. It's caused by the thing that they're tasked to do. It was it's a gamble way too early and so unnecessarily. Yeah, you're aware, City, just like sit
4: in for five. You know what I mean, just stay steady, stay in the game. Like we've managed to get through to half time without exceeding another. Restart, stay in the game, get
3: get see how it goes, and go. But not so. I said it's just a we're just playing gambles really early on. It's our pressing. It's we're gambling that our pressing is going to is going to cause imposition to them. But yet again, in a game that we have a third of the possession, we get outrun and outsprinted.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we haven't got the press in this week because of because uh, Gag is too busy, and then I've got two games coming up with the Chelsea and Arsenal one. But it's um it was it was it, it's so frustrating when they were just passing it around any kind of pressure we were putting them any area of pitch really. Um, well, the third one's like that, right? they pass actually, it around? They pass that, it. That, around, seemed head no one bad. Weird, that seemed to be we with them sat deeper and had the men behind the ball, and still couldn't get near Ah, <laughs> Nah, they still got into the area they wanted to get into, pulled it back.
4: Good. I'll tell you what they did there. No, second half, they switched it a little earlier. Uh was first that I thought they just worked it down the, the channels and, and we used the overload they had, a second half, they seemed to get it wide and switch it the other side a lot earlier, um, which was interesting, but it, just, it stretches even more. Um and we didn't deal with it but yeah the second and third goals were just alarming because if we it didn't the third one we had players back we had opportunities to foul in both of them yeah I know that's risky with Mares and De Bruyne but they weren't you know I mean good areas you could have taken a tactical foul a uh, bit like they were doing like Rodri you know yeah. did tactically foul Cody three to three, four times to stop a breakaway
2: we didn't do any oh. of that that's an interesting point, side so, because there's some suggestion that maybe Rodgers should have gone for a second booking. What did you reckon? Oh, it was definitely a second booking. Oh, but that's uh, probably going to change the game, isn't it? Or yeah, not? of course.
3: These moments at 1-1 changes the game totally.
5: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello. I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week, and then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter, at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. We we
2: had
3: been fairly shit up to that point as well.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
3: But it is and inarguable. It changes the game and he should have he should have gone off. Can we do you know we haven't talked about our goal?
2: Yeah, well yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just gonna come on to that. We've got the one kind of positive thing from this game was this goal, because we managed to play around their press, which I also think we need to give a lot of credit for because they were very good pressing. Um we played around it and got our main creator on the ball. He played a lovely ball really well timed run from Jota. and then an absolute peach of a finish say si. it was was that what we were set up for we did it well um well kind of it was actually the smartest play
3: of the game as the smartest thing we did in the whole game we yeah. we um shifted sides we we tried to penetrate down one side recycled back um went through the middle recycled back went tried to go um out wide, we had the two uh, two players out uh, out on the right hand side. Um, both of them put in quite an effort to get free, um, and um, the ball went back to Ali, and he switched it left again. Uh, but that uh, that affords like a, a moment of doubt in the city players' heads. So, um, yeah. so there was a moment where where uh, Salah was unmarked about um, halfway in the middle of our half. And that, uh, that 30 seconds later, because we had 17 pass move, which caused our goal, but that made uh, Ake um, go out to press for the first time. And because we played um, twice through Robbo, switched quickly to Robbo twice, in behind uh, Mares, it had already made um, stones come out that way. So... That they had no protection in behind. That we so, um, the, the uh, quick recycling through um, Ali into uh, the defense and out to Trent, which beat Ake, and then the quick pass in behind that had left us three on two for the first time in the game. And it was just smart play, we'd forced um we'd forced them to be uncomfortable to do something they didn't want. And it was the first time in the game that had happened. It was pretty much, we did it one other time um, while, they're, while they were do, making us scramble throughout the whole game. Um, and thankfully, with uh, some, a lovely pass and then some brilliant hold-up play by Jota, um, and then what a finish by Mo. Oh, well. it, we just <laughs> obviously couldn't hold on.
4: on I was going to say, it's a brilliant finish. came from a as well in their half. Started from uh Trent, Trent throwed it back, but it was, it brilliantly, it was a moment where we trusted our players and so we bought all these players that are great on the ball, including the goalkeeper. And we actually went with that and Addie's passed into fab, which flabbed in, flicks around. I think it's Trent and plays the ball. It was a superb moment. It was like, that's, that's kind of a little bit of a sign that we can still do that. Uh, oh, it was really good. And there was, there was a move before that as well where Mo ended up getting two shots off. Well, it was a little moment of a uh, of a chance curation, but then after that, it was only really the breakaway from uh, the corner
2: that Grealish gets back to block the pass from yeah, uh, across so the jota. I was, so, was going to ask, I was going to ask, Sides, who I know has been a particular critic of Grealish at times. How um, I, I thought he was absolutely superb in this game. I haven't seen a performance like that from him. Obviously, he was he was doing the falling over, but it was also. It's like integral to their setup, wasn't it?
3: It was sure. It, it was it was the best display, defensive but... run
2: to block Moore's pass across there that could have gone to Jota for two 0 Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, you know, good good effort he put in. He did the thing he was tasked to do. Well done, Happy. Is a biscuit.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love the tone of your voice.
3: Fuck's <laughs> sake, getting celebrate celebrate for doing the thing. He, he wasn't running back from taking a corner. He was the he was the safety man.
4: He yeah. also missed the header. It was a good effort, but he he, he screwed the header off in the first place, which allowed oh. us to break. So you know I mean, you so it's kind of his fault anyway.
3: And you know, I'm not. He did, he played well. If yeah, if yeah. he'd have been booked for any of the dives that he'd have made in the first half that got It'd him free off. kicks, were absolute yeah. bullshit. <laughs> that like it would have been a different game entirely. If the ref, I hated. There was one moment where they used halsey to. Uh, uh discuss the the um virtuoso performance of the, of the referee by refereeing yeah. the the occasion F- i hate it i absolutely hate it apply the rules yeah. context does not count it should yeah. just all be about rules i don't care if somebody's two-footed in the first second or in the or in the 90th minute they should no. be a red up. card yeah
2: no. 100% 100% why would you? You've got a set of rules. You don't just... Say, you know, they don't apply in the first 10 minutes. Oh, you've just been booked, I can but you know... Oh, I don't want to ruin a big game.
3: Not ruining anything. <laughs> You're just applying the rules, you dickhead. Yeah. yeah. It's like Mo
4: got frustrated, didn't he, because he got fouled for the 50 millionth time. <laughs> yeah, he got, got fouled. And then he got Right
3: in front of the linesman.
4: Yeah. And you go into them. Yeah, far into the If you watch the video, the
3: oh lino is looking at looking directly down at the ball the whole time. He genuinely didn't see it because he because he was bad at his job.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's just shocking. It's just really poor. But what do, what do you expect, you know?
3: Wasn't that his first big game? We, uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Can we can we just point out that the the because we're a stat show that um. The Mo took over as the highest scorer in away games for Liverpool in the Premier League.
2: On there. When you you'd come out with that side though, if you had it there waiting, I've not heard that from anyone. So superb. There you go. It was the other stat that we'd that was the first time in 36 games that we uh, scored first and failed to win. We'd won 33 out of those 36, three draws. But the last time was. Um August 2021 when we didn't win. Who was uh, that against? Brentford. Saka, okay. Sent over a stat. But yeah, we'd, we're at least when we scored first we seemed to have a, a good mentality and, and go on to win but this one was kind of combined two things, didn't it, Phil? The lack of mentality at the start and and the halves and the lack of uh, a tactical plan.
4: Yeah, it just I mean um first time in a while I, I ran I ran bids for both teams. Um and normally like I said to you about what the attacking waves, the, the bunches of which we, we pass the ball and we create shots from that, we just like I think you said the first twenty five up to the goal, we we were fairly decent at that. Good good number of passes, touches, get getting shot away. Yeah. But then after that point we just it ends up being like peaks rather than a wave, whereas City is just constant constant wave of blocks of ten minutes worth of ten plus passes, ten plus touches, then a shot, ten, another block, shot, shot, goal, shot, 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 shot. It's a second half was even worse. But then it dropped below five, five touches or five passes for the entire half. For any period of time. It's it's incredible. Um and we scored against our EPV or XT, whatever you want to call it whereas they scored pretty much in every single peak of their production, they scored. Um, it, it's, yeah, I know it's a little, pod, not a city pod, but our peaks are very short, and it's like spikes, if you like, where a city is like a, a mountain range. just the yeah. developing, developing, developing high goal shot. Uh, we've gone a quick shot up and then gone, which, which is a reflection of our play. We were, we were living on scraps on a correct counter, um, if you look at the average position, we're so deep in the second half. We're sort of uh, average positions are in around the highest
2: players around the halfway line, so we just push right back. So I were, with, with it, and I completely agree with all that, Phil. I was just on that defensive element to it. The fact that City were scoring when they were building up that um, level of domination. We've conceded 79 big chances this season which is the third worst. Leeds have just overtaken us but we've got a game in hand on board for them so we could concede our average which is close in this game of four in an away game to Chelsea um, and take the second spot again. We're, we're one of the worst offensive teams in the league aren't we?
3: Yeah, as well as being one of the worst if not the I think we're second in away away record while being the third best home record. Well, um, sure. This is this is the worst nine, this is the worst 10 game away record on the clock. Um, all sorts of stuff is going against us. If we're, if we're talking in context of, of uh, team performance season, um, this is, uh, I use rolling 19 average because that's half a season. So, you know, that's a that's a real trend uh, of a, sig- a significant number of games. This Absolutely. is the lowest. Mm. This is the lowest rate of possession we've ever had, um, as a, in uh, any nineteen-game period under Klopp ever. Um, we are we we were famed for being the best. I, I think there were two periods where we were the best in the world inside both boxes. Uh, the number of touches we needed to score and then the number of touches the opposition needed to. Um, and um, we currently have, uh, so I, I, looked at, I looked into this and uh, the number of touches in the box that we have and we give the opposition in relation to the number of shots against and the shots that we create, but also the number of big chances that we give up. Because goals can be random, and sometimes you can go through brilliance. Oh, yeah. So if we're if we're assessing quality, it's probably a better idea to do um, touches in the box per um, big chance conceded. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and at our best, the opposition we get needing 19 ch- touches in our box um, before for every big chance, and we are currently at the worst period in Liverpool in in, in, in Klopp history beating uh, a three-week period in March 2021, I presume, than the recent NAP period, or just before recent NAP became a thing, um, of where people were needing eight, they now only need 6.2 touches in that box per big chance. So that's a, the, they like a that. third of the, of the touches in the box that, that they used to at our, at our best.
2: It's just a great start, it just shows, it, that's exactly how it feels, it feels like every time they get any kind of meaningful touches in our box, they score, or they have a big chance Yeah,
3: it's a good chance, all of their chances are yeah, good yeah.
2: ones, yeah, yeah. we just
3: keep giving good chance away, good chance away, another yeah. good chance away Yeah,
2: to all types of teams as well, say. Si. All types of teams. All types of teams. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what. what maybe offer it is. maybe we could say at home in, in a in in a block we haven't been as bad as that. I think it's just any time we travel away from Anfield we are as bad as a defensive team for that stat for the, for the, the lack of effort the opposition has to put in. Well, two. we're the nineteenth worst away from nineteenth worst team in the Premier League, aren't we? Away from
3: home, so yeah. that, shows ah, you, that's, ah. that shows you. That shows you. So at our best, we needed. Uh, um, at our best, we were getting two point uh, eight shot, two point eight touches in the box per shot. That's the best Liverpool team, and we were we are currently giving two point six touches in the box per shot. So we are making the opposition better than Salah, Bobby, and Mane in 17,
2: 18, 18, 19. Wow. Okay. And, and you mentioned both boxes, well, so have you got anything on our, our lack of touches in the opposition box?
3: Uh, yeah, so we're current. We currently need four point nine touches in the box per shot, um, but we're at, um, at at our best. We were at ten touches in the box per big chance created. We're now at twenty three. So on neither end. So, so yeah, we're going the opposite ends of a roller coaster.
2: It's interesting that we've we've had the second most in the league, eighty-five big chances this season. To see hundred and one, we've just we've gone clear of Arsenal by six. And- do you think? Do you think it's
3: do you think it's more to do with uh, the type of big chance we created? So our big chances are, tend to be on the break, yeah, so it, maybe time, not yeah. even having a touch in the box, or if they are, it's just one. Yeah, Whereas yeah. three years ago, we were having three touches in the box per shot because we get in down the side, pull it back, make a pass, then have a shot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, if you look at the... Which is what City did to us. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. A system that creates a goal.
4: Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what was, Do you know what else... Other in that? that? Yeah, City like, you shot, man. That left side channel, most shots in it. You know, we said about the VVD Robo channel being... Should be an area for people to actually focus on a bit more. They exceeded more shots in that channel than the Trent Canante one. Again, for another game. It's uh, becoming a a bit of a weakness for us, well, it is a weakness for us. Well,
2: I haven't got much, anything else on on the City game. I do want to touch on, for those that get to listen, what you think we could do against Chelsea and Arsenal coming up. How do you think we're tactical in the set-up? Are going to be any different to what we were think people want to look ahead because that was so grim. Phil, do you think we'll will we'll set up things particularly
4: against Arsenal, but because- well first things first you've got to play Chelsea would you? They've got no yeah. manager. So yeah. it'd be I've no idea. I, I I haven't been paying attention to Chelsea to any yeah. Um my my Chelsea loving neighbour has just come out of hospital he suffered a heart attack so I'm not really catching up with him what's going on with the Chelsea's but <laughs> um I hope he's okay. Uh, yeah, he, he he's all right now. Um so yeah, I don't you know when you're like I don't know what I have no idea of it. Uh, apparently they're they're not you know, Enzo's not not hit the ground running and the rest of it. But how we're we gonna set up I think it's options. What have we got? You know, in all seriousness, um I haven't seen the press today, but unless we hear otherwise, it could be largely the same set of players that I've played at the weekend. So it's does it do you take something on the fact he took players off on sixty, took four players off on sixty? so they're going to play again. It, it looked like he was preparing to play the same side as he played at the weekend against Chelsea on Tuesday. Um, whether he goes with more, more of a traditional, whatever that might be, 4-3-3, where he sticks with what he's tried to do at City, I think we're beyond very much clutching at of guessing what he's going to do next because he's, he's, they seem to change things a lot. And as I said at the beginning of this pod, they're asking them to do a lot of tactical things in different phases without actually seemingly not spending a lot of time training them in. Um, and
3: bear bear in mind, they've literally had one recovery session. Yeah, so they won't have anything. They had a talking walk through. Yeah, so they can't change anything.
4: They might just run the same playbook, right? Because it's easier.
0: Well,
3: yeah. There's no choice.
4: There's no
2: choice. Same so, same side.
0: I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout.
2: Sorry, I was just going to say then that the big concern for me is the last time we conceded four big chances without creating one, was against Chelsea, and that was Anfield. Um, and I wanted to bring the, the one, of, one of the stats that I don't see anywhere, and that's a possession control one. I, are we going to see a similar level against Chelsea away than we had Man City away? Are they going to dominate us again on the ball?
3: Um, I So, here's my positivity, right? The back five of... Uh, so with Stones and Rodri um, of Man City are technically um, a better, they're much better in possession um, than Chelsea's that they, between them here is less than numbers. They were the diff, like they played such a big difference in the game. We, we retained possession well in a progressive way twice and we created goals, right? Mm-hmm. Their back three had just the defense center backs, They had um, 490 progressive metres carrying and 1,500 passing, right? So that works out at 6.9 metres per touch, progressive metres per touch. And we were at 4.1 metres, progressive metres per touch. And our, our defenders are usually up around eight. So... Our defenders were doing nothing because they were blocking off passing lanes, and theirs were doing everything because they were managing to beat our press. Yeah. I think yeah. if we do the same thing against Chelsea, they won't beat our press in the same way. And we and, and by the very nature of us gambling in the way we are, from a pressing perspective, um, the I think we cause them some instability, and then if you can cause instability in in fragile minds, because they have very fragile minds right now, yeah. that anything could happen. So, so what you you're playing two basically two set of sets of abused children playing each other, and anything can happen in that in that scenario. Like there's so much going on in those brains that they don't like. You can't there's nothing you can expect apart from chaos. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And it'd be a fight too, comes out of the right side of it.
3: Yeah, it's two sets of totally irrational players that are arguing and constantly blaming one another while having no trust in their manager. And that's worrying to say, but that's exactly what we're seeing.
2: Well, do we... um... Should we expect Arsenal to have fragile minds? Because we've seen it so often at Anfield in particular. We've got good home form. Um, I think the only- maybe, it's weird to say that I feel more confident playing Arsenal at home than I would any other team in the league away. But it's a very different... I mean, don't
4: get it wrong, I feel there is a slight, com- slight comfort in that, right? Because of our record over the years and our home record is still incredibly good for this season, remarkably. But Arsenal go for the title. This is a very different Arsenal side than previous years. Yeah. This isn't a side that's going kind to of come here with, you know, lone players starting and the rest of it. They are a honed system and they are going away and getting results when they need to. With the 2-0 down against Bournemouth? I know it's Bournemouth, but they were 2-0 down, won the game. Yeah, it's just... They seem to, and I hate—we're not, we don't like this they're work. They've the things that we were doing in the group, exactly. Great and they world. have that—they have that momentum thing. I know we're going to say that, but they have that going. They're they're ingrained in going in, creating chances, believing in what they are doing to
3: get a result. Momentum absolutely matters on a global yeah. scale. It matters to each individual. It matters to them as a team, <laughs> and it matters to the fans. But it also matters to the opposition. The opposition can expect it. People yeah. used to face us expecting if they flew the win if they flooped a the goal, we were yeah. still gonna score at some point.
4: We were gonna get two free, no matter what.
3: Don't it? underestimate our Arsenal have got the third the third best points total at this stage of the season in history. Yeah. We only, only once did our our brilliant three years of form beat this position. Yeah. I I genuinely I get the comfort, but I would
4: I'll take four points right now. stab your arm! I'll take two points probably. No, it's, right it's not
2: comfort. I, I was just uh, illustrating how much more confident I am when was at home than I am. Yeah, yeah. Of, of, uh, I kind of agree. With
3: you. I, yeah. I think. I think it's. I think it's as likely we beat Arsenal at home as it is we get spanked five nil by, Fulham.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's entirely my point. Exactly. <laughs> which is
3: that. which is absolutely insane, oh, but it is. is. Yeah, it is. but. I don't – but I don't – the Arsenal aren't the Arsenal we expect and we are used to, that they play in a very, very similar way to uh, City, who just absolutely spanked us. Yeah. We do have, between Chelsea and, and uh, Arsenal, we have four full days of, uh, of training before, because – yeah, but I mean, um, so it's Tuesday and then late Sunday, so um, we had big gaps before, though. So wait a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I we we are not. This is why Klopp is. This is the worst season in Klopp's um, career. That he yeah. cannot. There is no mitigating his all transfers, all injuries. Despite us having the most injuries in history, that's not, But loads of that are players that weren't starting. We've got we've got actual footballers that have been injured without a shadow of a doubt, but. We've also got an awful lot of footballers who've, who've won the league or finished second last season who are grossly underperforming. Mm. And Klopp is having as equally terrible um, yeah. season as any of those awful players you can blame.
4: Yeah, I think and that's-
3: he And giving him more time on the training ground has, has not fixed... Ah any of this in any way. So, but all I'm saying is that there's potential that we might slightly change how we defend, how we defended against City, against Arsenal. That's all. There's no way of changing that against Chelsea, but the way we set up against City might actually be the right way against Chelsea. That's all I'm saying.
4: Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think, I think you're hitting down there. I think, I mean, also what I didn't say for the second goal was, the distinct lack of effort from players to track back. Yeah, we've said it before about maybe or are not. I, do you know any players not not put in seemingly the most amount of effort to come back and track yeah. runners? Uh, I might be harsh, but I I thought several of them could have run a lot quicker
3: because uh, De Bruyne's not that quick. So no, no, he he. We can we we can blame the captain all we want because it was his fault. Um. It was very obviously his fault. It doesn't need us to say it, though. Monday Night Football, and never going to mention it. Um, but one, uh, I was talking to a coach yesterday, a Premier League coach, who said, uh, what on earth has happened to Van Dijk? Um, that you wouldn't see him make a mistake which required him to sprint um, at his best. But now he has those occasions and he doesn't bother sprinting. Yeah so and that's that's yeah, when somebody down the line, yeah. plays against them and yeah yeah because I think he was level with Kevin De Bruyne at one point that's exactly what out. he said he said because I I was like that was Hendo's fault and he was like yeah it was but usually Virgil would have just for two steps sprinted with him. and yeah. bailed him out yeah he didn't bother
4: it, it's just <laughs> so yeah I think you're right I think Chelsea to answer your original question Rosie will go run the same playbook and hope that we uh, get a result Arsenal. We've got days to, try, to change it. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I, I don't know whether... is anyone listened to presser today that he mentioned anything
2: about Tiago or anything? Yeah, he's back. Is he back? No. He's not. I just wanted to... Because it touched on a point Clock made in the uh, press conference, but also a point that you were discussing, well, all of us were discussing in the UP WhatsApp group, which was... Um, and did, did you say it, Phil? Or did should could should could will he survive a fifty-nine projected point season? Uh, it was
4: Darf, Darf's question, and he said it. Yeah, it, was, it was me. Uh, both of you said it, but I'm just saying Daft said it in uh, Discord today as well, just to, to reference for the subs out there. But he said, I think you both said it. Will he survive a? Uh, because we're on course for sixty points, right? Does would he, he survive, survive that would he down. Would he survive that this season and would he survive that form
2: how long would he survive that form into next season I said say, 100% there's absolutely no chance sack of sacking him what do you reckon me personally after
4: what he said today because he's aware I, of it he's just said it yeah, as I was saying I, w- I didn't expect him to say what he said today which is he's fully aware of it I'm not I can't be living on a mural I have to perform and I will do I that changes. I think that changes things a little bit. I well, mean, you could say it's, it's just all gum for the media. Okay, fair enough. But if we are serious about being a football club, yes, club has earned his earned the right to choose when he goes. But you 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 can't go into next season without changing something after this season. This has been an absolutely catastrophic failure from start to finish. Somebody has to go. It's as simple as that. So whether that's a player or a, or management team or both, somebody has to go. So.
3: Yeah, I, I I I'm not uh, I don't care about people being sacked. Um, I or change of voice. It, I think it's impossible for Klopp to to get sacked. I, we. <laughs> the only way this gets resolved is by uh, him buying four or five new players totally showing demonstrating to the to not to us because that is irrelevant but to the younger players that are in the team and to Mo Salah and to Ali and in some respects to Van Dijk that he he is Liverpool are a serious team. Yeah. And he's buying players of this of the required standard to do the required thing that he is strategically planning, and he has to demonstrate again, like he did when he first arrived, that his tre- training session leads to this thing occurring on a pitch, and then that thing occurring on a pitch leads to success.
4: success. Yeah, and we all buy
3: into He it. he very much needs to get those players to buy back into that because yeah. it's not occurring right now, and they don't have. As much as they love him, they don't have faith anymore in the things that he says coming true. And they've all called out at different times, haven't they, about signings
4: and the effort that you know Van Dijk has? But I, has I don't mentioned even it. Care and, when but, talk about this. Right? No, no, because I'm just saying. saying like, i just back no, but, at the point. I'm saying but, that it matters to when them.
3: players say this, what they're doing is they're trying to obfuscate themselves from blame. Mm. Mm. When, when. If we're getting 96 points and not winning the league and they want us to buy somebody else to get them over the line, I'm fine with that. When we got 94 points and now we're on for 55, 50, we're actually, you were sort of talking 60 points, we're on for 53, by the way. Um, yeah. Our 10-game rolling average, it leads us to 53 points. Um, so... If we don't even break sixty, this is each and every one of those players grossly underperforming. They can they can talk about transfers, but it's not transfers; it's their fault. Without yeah. any transfer, this team should not get less than seventy-five points.
4: This is almost down tools season, isn't it? Yeah,
3: it's exactly what it is. Yeah,
4: yeah. This is almost like do you know what we don't like what you did in the summer or whatever it was. We'ren't bothering.
2: That's yeah, a big, I, I, that's a I, I, I big statement I, I to say the players have down tools, boys. I don't
3: oh. think it's deliberate. I honestly, I don't think it's anybody going right. Your shit. I'm not going to try. Something. No, no do it. it's that's just that they psychologically they're beaten. They've just been beaten so many times, just beaten, and it's impossible to raise themselves again. So Trent and so. Um, I don't know who, who, who what of the, we haven't got any of the young players in the team. Harvey? It's just Trent. But no, because Harvey's not one of them. Yeah, Harvey's like, never no, just no, he's no, never no. just lost, really. He's just a no. kid that was never actually part of it. No, he's just uh, enjoyable. he's not a champion.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: he's just the kid. He is what he is. But is that this, not just a this, problem? This is you he is. Said He there. might get better or whatever, but Trent is the one that's dropped off a cliff. Relatively, we, we, and we don't believe that. My, but my point is that, They've been through this grind. And getting themselves back up is so hard, yeah. and it, and so they're behaving like old champions. All of them are behaving like old champions. So, yeah, they can manage to muster it for big games, and that's it.
2: Trent, yeah. Virgil, Robo, Henderson, Fabinho, and then you've got Salah and Allison who have performed this season. So those other players, yeah, they're the ones left out there. They're the ones that have won stuff. Well, Gomez. Yeah, Gomez. Yes.
4: But then Gomez has, got, Gomez has got a bit of a...
2: haters
3: won everything.
4: But he's not, he's not played.
3: No, but he still has won everything. Yeah, no, no. And, I mean, and, in the side. Like Thiago. He hasn't played a lot. Yeah, Thiago, has, Thiago's not won it Thiago hasn't won everything with us, has he?
2: No. Firmino.
3: So he's not... He, as brilliant as Thiago is, and I love him, and I posted some stats about him today, um, but he, he isn't one of those core groups. It's the core cool nah. group that have been crushed is what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah,
3: The ones that have been here forever. So he needs to... Trent needs to see that the old power base has been removed more than Dave does. Yeah. yeah. Psychologically, he needs to see that no longer these old guys that obviously aren't doing it and can't do it anymore are being replaced... With people with tools that can do the that are fit for purpose in all facets of that statement, and so does Salah. Salah needs to see that, and so does Ali because they'll leave otherwise.
2: Yeah, and that is, and Phil, isn't that the plan? Isn't that the plan? Well, you've got to hope so, if
4: not. Well, I, this is, it's going to be a while. I, I don't want to think about what if there isn't. Because I, I think size right. You need, I think we're all right. We've all said this privately and on the pod. There needs to be seismic change this summer. I'm I'm talking several players. Has to be. You have to change it. So si, when would you think this started? I'm just curious about when you think, or can you not pinpoint it? Would you say it was early as Fulham, start of the season, or would you say it was later? Uh, what do you mean? Like, as in this... trusting what? What? Yeah. So like that. that's what I'm saying. So we, we won the charity shield, right? Oh, we, we all joked about that being the last dance, that kind of thing. Not a joke, but we kind of summarised after that point. We went to. Well, actually,
3: that, that, I think that's the perfect representative uh, representation of the season. It was like one last time they could have all they could the, all pick it up. The band got back together again. Yeah, and and they could get up for it. And once something, st- I think, once the second game started not going how the first one collapsed, that, yeah. that that they looked to Klopp and he didn't have any answers or he had the same answers he'd had 400 times before and now they're not working. Yep. That that's when it starts the spiral.
4: And then we go to, then we go to Old Trafford
3: and we get absolutely annihilated. And nobody knows what's going on.
2: Yeah. That, that sounds pretty bleak, Sai, if you're doing, doing that on the second game of the season, that... But, but but you can't if you're, if you're walking along the precipice if
3: you're walking on the precipice for 4 years where perfect is not quite good enough
4: yeah it's the pressure
3: that's the thing it's perfect's not quite good enough and now when we can't even get to good
2: yeah. the question is can can he turn that around or that's what i'm saying if he's lost him after the second game of the season is he is he next season able to um get he them he can't, he can't turn the power base
3: around so it's impossible for him to turn the core of that team around. It's not possible. He has to replace the right pieces of that core.
2: Yeah. And then they will and then they'll believe because they're fresh.
3: Oh, then it'll completely change, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The problem is
4: a lot of that core are a massive contracts.
3: Yeah. Which he gave Huge out. Huge, which he gave out. Do you know do you know when um like Fergie did I know we talk all the time because we're still blaming Pep for everything, but um when where, like Fergie changed the assistant manager. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. That's a well told story, right? That's not yeah. the point. But what, what that does, it leads you down the wrong path. What he also did was he, he, he re- really churned um, Bruce, Pallister, Ince, Keane, um, Hughes, McClare. He, yeah. he kept the important ones and replaced that bunch then he he got very lucky in that um, a whole bunch of his young kids came through at the same time and they were all brilliant. But then yeah. he also had Sharp and Gigs, and then he brought and and Blomqvist, and he replaced them with Kenchelski and Poborsky. Yeah, and like he he was not shy of bringing in new new big talent, but also like not even big names sometimes.
4: No, but he also uh, got rid of him. He got rid of Stan, didn't he? Ex- he
3: got rid of Cantona. He yeah. would, he would, he he's get he get he made sure he got rid of a power base. He, che- he, he didn't rid
2: get rid of Cantona. <laughs> Cantona have retired, didn't he? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: shock, yeah. I, I,
2: I, think I agree point,
4: with
3: all the rest of it. Do you know what I mean? He, he took the big decisions on. popper has got those That's big decisions. He, he deliberately provoked the squad into yeah. making a reaction, and we just we, our our squad's not been provoked into anything. They're just yeah. a malaise.
4: That's why I said it. someone needs to go from coaching and playing stuff. Like it needs to be for me, it needs to be a biggie to get that reaction from all sides. We're serious again, okay? and you lot need to back up and do not back up is really work, but you need to get serious and think if I refocus, one of the big players
2: has to go. All right, well, bringing it back to uh, the next pod, which is a double header: <laughs> Chelsea on the Arsenal. Games. I'm going to ask for a points prediction. We never do individual match predictions, but I'm going to say uh, what have the what have the listeners and the subscribers got to look forward to, <laughs> to next Monday? <laughs> oh, we're going to be saying more of the same because we've lost three and a half, so it feels like we might imagine. Doing-
3: Statistically, we lose both these games. Yeah, like
2: oh, wow. the underlying performance wow.
3: suggests, we lose both of these games. Yeah, I think we could just as easily win both of these games and that's the insanity of being a Liverpool fan
4: (laughs) and on that Phil go on (laughs) uh, Uh, I think we either lose or get four
2: lose or get four lose or get four yeah so lose both or get four points I think we'll lose one win one and on that bombshell so we might have some points to discuss next next if it's Tuesday or Tuesday night Tuesday because uh, Dan's do Dan will be swarming it <laughs> Not jealous at all um, Cheers boys And up the reds
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show Please be sure to subscribe to our channel So future podcasts find their way To your device automatically There's nothing quite like fan engagement And we'd love to know What you think of anything discussed on this show